Welcome to the Reaching Forward Podcast. Glad that you're here with us. My name is Pastor Adam Bigelow, and we're here to encourage you to reach forward in God. Let's get to the Word of God. If you have your Bibles and you'd like to turn to the Gospel, the Good News of Luke, chapter 5 and verse 25. And immediately he rose up before them and took up that whereon he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. There was a preacher who uh, was in a storm in Florida, and the water had started to rise. And the preacher calmly went out into his front porch, and the, the, the water had come up about a foot, and he, he saw some flooding coming, and he said, Lord, I trust you. Save me. And he calmly sat down on the porch chair, and a, almost immediately a big, four-wheel drive truck came up and said, get on, get in. The flood's coming. And the preacher said, no, sir, God's going to save me. So eventually the man in the four-by-four drove off. A little while later, the water had risen about four feet and it was still below the porch and the preacher was still sitting there on the chair and a man came up in a, in a john boat with a motor and said, get in, sir, get in. The, the flood's coming. I'll save you. And the preacher said, no, sir, I'm, I'm okay. God's going God's to gonna save me. I, I trust God. So eventually the, the man in the boat took off. Well, the water kept rising and the preacher had to climb up onto the roof because of the rising waters. And a helicopter appeared and a searchlight shone down on the preacher and uh, uh, a rope came down. And the uh, voice from the helicopter said, climb in. It's your last chance. The preacher said, that's okay. It's okay. God's going to save me. Well, the preacher died. He drowned in the flood. And he went to heaven. And he waited in line to talk to the Lord. He was happy to be there. He toured his new house. But he waited in line to talk to the Lord. And he said, got up to the, to the Lord and he said, Lord, I love you. And I'm thankful that you saved me and brought me here. But I got a question. And the Lord said, go ahead and ask. He said, well... I, I believe in, in prayer. And the Lord said, well, that's prayer works. And he said, I, I, I'm a man of faith. And he said, well, yes, sir, you're here in heaven. He said, well, I prayed that you would save me from that flood. And yet I drowned. Well, what, what happened? And the Lord said, I sent you a four by four, a boat, and a helicopter. I'd like to preach on the thought of a message. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. And immediately he rose up before them, took up that whereon he lay, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. Let's pray. Father, we ask that you will help, with, help us this evening to not miss it. To not miss the things that God has placed before us. And God will give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. In Luke chapter 5, Jesus was preaching or, or teaching. And the Bible said that people begin to gather from throughout uh, every town in Galilee. Uh, there were the distinguished Pharisees and doctors of the law, which had interpreted the, the scriptures of the Old Testament. And they came out of Judea and out of Jerusalem, and they were all packed out waiting to listen to Jesus. 
You know that God has things for us when we come to Him. The first thing that I would like to share, and we don't want to miss what God has for us. Tonight, God's got something for you. Tonight, God has things that we can miss, but let's not miss it. First of all, don't miss the opportunity. The Bible says in chapter 5 and verse 17 of Luke, as all of these people were gathered and Jesus was teaching, the Bible notes a truth. It said, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Now, in our Bible scripture, it speaks of one man who is paralyzed, and it's very well known, a Bible passage. He was healed, and he, he rose up from being paralyzed and left and went to his own house. But there was an opportunity that was larger than that. The Bible declared that before the man was healed, the power of the Lord was present to heal all of them. Have you ever gone home? And you've gone home from church, you've gone home, maybe you listened to something uh, on a radio or watched a YouTube video, and you said, man, I should have prayed. I should have prayed. God was moving in your heart. God was dealing with you. Well, the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Let me tell you, the power of the Lord is present to heal you. It's present to heal you. So preacher, but I I just want it to happen all all at once. You know, I've told this to people before. It it took you a long time to get into that situation. It might take you a while to get out of it. But God has the power to break the same. You see, when we get into a situation, sometimes we we, we don't look at the opportunities because those same irrational thoughts get repeated over and over again. It's never going to change. I'm always going to be like this. I I can't do it. And we begin to believe those things. They've been repeated for years. Or maybe you were told them by your parents. Well, let me tell you right now, don't miss the opportunity because the power of the Lord is present to heal you. Don't miss it. The Bible said, not only don't miss the opportunity, but don't miss the blessing. Don't miss the blessing. You know, there's a blessing in it. The Bible says, destroy it not. There's a blessing in it. There are blessings in things that we don't think about. There are a lot of people that celebrate anniversaries or birthdays uh, or vacations, right? But they take a day or a week and they, and they man, they spare no expense. But what about those other 360 some odd days of the year? Don't you know that there are blessings of God, there are opportunities in those days that are quote-unquote regular days. Don't miss the blessing of a regular day. Don't miss the blessing on either side of the church service. Don't miss the blessing. Don't miss it. The Bible said, And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy. And they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him, before Jesus. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and led him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. 
the Bible says that these men brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy. You know, a lot of times we don't see the blessing of giving or the blessing of sowing. But there is a blessing in being a blessing. There is a blessing. The Bible says you reap what you sow. So preacher, but I need help. Why don't you go try to help somebody? And I really believe that even with the military and PTSD, there have been studies that if you can kind of get outside yourself, if you can learn how to serve, there will actually be a treatment. Now, I'm not a doctor. But you check it out. For PTSD, get outside of yourself. Sow a blessing to someone else. The Bible said it's more blessed to give than to receive. These men weren't all depressed. They were doing something. They were helping someone get to church. I remember growing up in God and and taking people to church and uh, following up on people. You know, it's exciting to work for God. It's exciting to be a blessing. Don't miss it. Don't miss the blessing. Don't miss the 364 some odd days around your birthday that you can be a blessing and have a blessing of sowing and serving God. You see, there are also blessing of challenges. <laughs> you can miss all that if you think that uh, we have, someone wrote that we have all these opportunities. They're brilliantly disguised as challenges, right? But the Bible says in Mark chapter 2, verse 3 of the same account, and they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four, four people. And I believe they were friends. Well, how do you know they were friends? Well, Because a friend is not some title on a certain social media platform. A friend is someone I've heard who runs in when everyone else runs out. A friend is someone who knows all about you and still loves you anyway. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 17, A friend loveth at all times. A friend loveth at all times prosperity and adversity. A friend loves. These four people wanted to help. They want they took they didn't miss the blessing and the opportunity of sowing, of serving. And you know that a lot of times when we do that, we, we won't miss the blessing of the challenge. I was in the military. I, I served in the Marine Corps for four years. I also was in, involved in sports when I was in, was in high school. And some of the best friendships people make, and if you read, read uh, about people who have military service, they'll, they'll say that these great friendships were formed in the military or on a sports team. Why? Why are husbands and wives so close who have a good marriage? Because you have faced adversity together. You know that... Uh, I heard, I believe, uh, a preacher, uh, Pastor Keckel, share this, that, uh, that y- you forge these friendships with this shared misery. You get closer together. And I'm using words to that effect, right? Exactly how we shared it. But you get closer when you face rotten experiences together. Don't miss the challenge. It's a blessing. It causes you to think outside yourself. It causes you to think up solutions. It kind of, it fires you up. 
to do things you may not have realized you could do and to be part of something bigger and to encourage one another. Don't miss it. Don't miss the opportunity. Don't miss the blessing. Don't miss it. Don't miss the challenge. And they got ready to see a miracle. But the third thing I want to share is don't miss the message. There was a great miracle in here. In our Bible uh, reading, the Bible states that and immediately he rose up. Jesus healed this man who was paralyzed before them and, and took up that whereon he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. It seems like the end, but don't miss the message. Don't miss the message. You see, that there is a message in the miracle. Jesus, when he saw their faith, he said, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And they began to reason, saying, Who is this that speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? And Jesus asked him, he said, Hey, what's easier to say? Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, rise up and walk. Which one's easier? You know that miracles are are amazing. Miracles are a blessing. But do the Bible says, do all do miracles? The Bible says in the Old Testament, when Moses went before Pharaoh in the book of Exodus, the Bible says that Moses was 80. His brother was 83. Maybe God wanted to show Pharaoh it's not in their biceps, okay? It's not in their, you know, in their uh, youthful figures. This doesn't come from man's power. Miracles, first of all, come from God's power. Not to glorify man, but to glorify God. It's not to glorify you. It's to glorify Christ. So, Aaron and Moses, uh, Aaron was the brother of Moses. Moses went in with Aaron and... God said in Exodus chapter 7, Pharaoh's going to ask you to show a miracle. So take your rod and cast it before Pharaoh and it's going to become a serpent. So Moses did it. And he cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants and it became a serpent. Well, the sorcerers or the magicians of Pharaoh did the same thing. See, you don't have to be a Christian or even a, a person of God to do a miracle. So they cast down every man his rod. These are the magicians of Pharaoh. And they became serpents. Whether it was trickery or real magic, I don't know. But it was like a miracle, right? But the Bible said, but Aaron's rod swallowed up their rod. I wonder if they were at the rod store next day. You know buying a rod kind of with their head down. Can you imagine a guy's like, I'm going to get two rods just in case he eats another one. I wonder if Aaron's rod got fat. You know, like when a snake eats something, it gets fat. I wonder if Aaron's rod stayed fat the next day from eating up all those magician's rods. But notice the next thing. I, I, I don't want you to miss the message in the miracle because you see, Moses and Aaron weren't there to just show miracles. There was a message the message was to Pharaoh, let my people go. But Pharaoh didn't want to listen. So the miracles came to reinforce the message. But notice, 
So the first plague came and, and Moses and Aaron uh, uh, came before Pharaoh and the rod was lifted up and the waters became blood. And the Bible says that the magicians of Egypt did so with their enchantments. They also made water into blood. And so Pharaoh's heart was hardened. You know, have you ever thought about this? Why didn't they reverse it and make the blood into water? They just made more of a problem. But anyway, that was what they did for a miracle. So the second plague, and Moses was sent in and, and they multiplied all these frogs. And so the Bible said the magicians of Pharaoh did so with their enchantments and brought more frogs. Again, why didn't they take away the frogs? But anyway, these magicians did a miracle, just like Moses and Aaron through the power of God. And so the next plague came, and the Bible says the Lord sent Moses in there and Aaron in there, and said, stretch out your rod and smite the dust of the land that it may become lice. That's just gross, isn't it? So they did that and the lice became uh, on man and on the animals and the dust of the land became lice throughout all of Egypt. That's just gross. And they didn't even sell raid back then. And I don't know if they had lice, you know, lice shampoo for the ladies. It must have been horrible for the ladies. But the Bible said, and the magician did so with their enchantments to bring forth lice. But here, notice, but they could not. So there was lice upon man and upon beast. Then the magicians said unto Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. He was saying to Pharaoh, don't miss the message. This is God. It's not us. The Pharaoh's heart was hardened. And then in the sixth plague, we find, if you go scroll down to Exodus chapter 9, that when God made a boil uh, breaking forth upon man and beast, the magicians couldn't even stand before, Mo before Pharaoh because they were afflicted by this miracle that Moses and Aaron had brought by the power of God. God was showing them a message. What was the message? Well, God is greater than Pharaoh. God is greater than man. But he also had a message for Pharaoh. Let my people go that they may serve me. And really that's the message that Jesus Christ has for men and women. He says, let my people go. That you're not going to be bound by that addiction. Let my people go. That it's even greater than a paralysis of the body is a paralysis of the soul. That's why he spoke to that man. He said, thy sins are forgiven thee. He said that you may know that the power, that the Son of Man had the power on earth to forgive sins. Don't miss it. You see, there's a great message in the miracle. He said unto the, I say unto thee, arise, take up thy couch and go into thine house. You see, Jesus saw their faith. Their faith not only got their friends paralysis healed, but it got his sins forgiven. See, don't miss it. Don't miss the real message of the miracle. Don't miss the opportunity. Don't miss the blessing. Don't miss the message. You know, tonight there's an opportunity. 
There's a blessing and there's a message that we don't miss it. And if tonight God's dealing with your heart about something, don't miss it. Don't miss the opportunity. Don't miss the blessing. And don't miss the greater message, greater than even the miracle. Those miracles point to that message that you may know that the Son of Man, you know Jesus has power on the earth to forgive sins. Don't miss it. God has something for you. God bless you is our prayer. Find a place to pray. Get something from God. Don't miss it. When God is dealing with your heart, reach out to God and get something that he has for you. God bless you is our prayer. Hope to see you this Sunday, 9 a.m. If you're in the Jacksonville area, check out our website. God bless you.